when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Over the weekend, we watched a little TV. When you speak, teach, and pontificate for a living, it's nice to have a little downtime and just listen. Sometimes we choose sports, sitcoms, or game shows, but this time we chose a documentary in a news magazine. The first story we watched was about the Webb Space Telescope. If you're unfamiliar, the Hubble Space Telescope increased the range that we could see into space versus land-based observatories. It circles the Earth at about 360 miles and it's been up in space since 1990. The Webb Space Telescope was conceived in 1996 and launched in December 2021. It orbits the sun about a million miles away and has a five-layer sunshield for better imaging. Both these telescopes can see billions of years into the past. How can a telescope see the past? Well, light from the sun takes eight plus minutes to reach Earth, so every image we see of the sun is eight minutes old. A light year measures how long it takes light to travel a year to get to our eyes. That distance is about 5.8 trillion miles per light year. The closest star to our solar system is Alpha Centauri, which is about 4.3 light years away, or about 25.7 trillion miles. The Webb Space Telescope is capable of observing objects that were born over 13.4 billion years ago. That means that the light that's captured and transferred back to Earth happened in the past. I know math is hard, and it's just mind-blowing to realize how our lives of 100 years are just a blip in time. So let's look into the future. The second show we watched was a 60 minutes extended episode that featured a new Texas company that is 3D printing houses. They use CNC robotics and AI to pour layers of concrete that stack into concrete walls. These walls are hurricane proof, termite proof, and are built more quickly and more environmentally friendly than current technologies. The connection here is that NASA has hired that company to do the same thing on the moon and eventually Mars. Since you can't easily ship materials into space, it will use moon dirt and lasers to build things like landing pads, roads, and buildings for living space. NASA has already begun the new Artemis project that will return humans to the moon with the goal of building a base that will allow easier to complete missions of getting humans to Mars. All of this may sound like science fiction, but it's really happening today and into the future. 
Okay, I'm sure at this point you're saying, cool, but what does this have to do with marketing my business? Well, I'm glad you asked. I believe that good business marketing has a three-legged stool, current, past, and future customers. Look at these as three different audiences who get and respond to different messages and what and how you can measure with different expectations. I've heard various CMOs and marketers say 70% of your efforts and budgets should equate to measurable sales and 30% should be used for prospecting, branding, and building new business. I think of that 70% as gold because they've already done business with you or are currently doing business with you. Yet, businesses tend to focus on leads and prospecting and neglect the biggest asset we have in B2B business, relationships. So let's break down the 70-30 rule even further. I've found that the success formula for most businesses means that 45% of your efforts should be focused on your current customers. 25% of your resources should be utilized to reconnect and farm past customers. And 30% of your resources should be used on prospecting and nurturing leads. That means that 30% of the content you create should be focused on creating awareness and creating prospect engagement. 45% of your content should be focused on educating current and past customers about new products and services. This should also include reusing old content to bring it to the forefront of people's minds. The final 25% should be focused on pre- and post-sale communications. That could include instructions, ideas, best practices for use, and optimization. So, we've discussed all three kinds of content before, awareness, educational, and pre and post sales. But what does that mean? Awareness content is short and easily consumable graphics or videos that get attention and help people associate your products and services with your business. Educational content are articles, blog posts, and even eBooks that give more in-depth information that may spark questions or ideas. They're generally housed on your website. They can be used to entice people to trade their contact information to access that content or create conversations. Webinars and videos also fall into this category. Pre and post sales content can be PDF infographics, worksheets, manuals, and more. These are generally served up via email during and after the sales process. The main point is to meet people where they currently are in the customer journey or sales process. That means that all three are active and relevant all of the time. Finally, Content should be updated on a regular basis to reflect any changes in the business environment along with product and services changes and process evolution. Having your content on your website is the preferred method to simply having it in social media. 
Content on your website is an asset that can be distributed via social media and in email to drive traffic back to your website. Driving traffic back to your website lets you collect and examine data that can't be found or trusted on social media platforms. Adding calls to actions like banners, links, and more in that content will prompt people who are ready to engage to pick up the phone, fill out a form, or even join an email list. The ultimate goal of any B2B business is to use past, present, and future relationships to nurture conversations between your sales team and those past, present, and future customers. So let me leave you with this closing thought. Every person in every business has a past, present, and hopefully a future. When it comes to the past, like looking back in time and space, learn from it. When it comes to the future, take what you've learned, like trying to build infrastructure on the moon, and use it to plan, test, and implement. The present is the only part of the space-time continuum that we actually control. When it comes to your past, present, and future customers, it all comes down to tagging, segmenting, and developing quality business relationships. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember... It's all about the bacon.